You're listening to the Tech Tradition Podcast, episode 124, The Avengers Spoilercast. Hello and welcome. Uh, this is a Tech Tradition beta uh, hangout on air, and we're going to talk Avengers. So, James, did you see the movie? I'm hoping you did. Yes, I, I have seen the movie of the Avengers. Unfortunately, I was not able to stay and see past the credits. Kick ah. the sound. Which really sucks. I'm not going to say the name of the theater because you know, I want to be able to go back. But. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll go ahead and preface this with saying that there are going to be Spoiler spoilers alert. throughout. So if you haven't seen the movie and don't want spoilers... Uh, don't watch this. Yeah, turn away now. But before we get into the movie, let's talk about the trailers. Uh, uh, before the movie, they showed the Sp- Amazing Spider-Man trailer and also the uh, new Batman trailer. Uh, what did you think of them? Let's start off with the Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> Thumbs up. Uh, um, yeah, well, you know, actually, I'm I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, so I'm really looking forward to uh, the movie. I think the guy they got cast is Spider-Man is doing a great job. I mean, he looks he looks nerdier than... He really does. Uh, uh, oh, crap, I forgot Tobey his name at the moment. Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Yeah, but he look. But personally, I think he look you know, like his build is more like Spider-Man. He's like that lankier build, whereas Toby was squatter. That makes sense. <laughs> and yeah, they're trying to make it uh, seem like they're trying to make him a little bit funnier than uh, Tobey Maguire was. And I don't know if the guy that got Andrew Garfield is exactly funny to me, but he's. I think he's trying, and it, it, you know, the whole premise of them trying to explore um, the origin of Spider-Man, saying that it was an accident and it has something to do with his father, which was, has never really been explored, at least in the movies. I don't know about the comic books, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by it, and I'm anxious to see this movie even more so than Avengers before I saw it. Well, it's it's. It's going to be interesting because is the spider going to be a genetically enhanced spider? Is it going to be hit with the radioactivity? You know, it's what well, what type of origin on the spider are they doing? Well, that'll dictate on everything else. But then again, I mean, it's its own thing. It, it seems like it's going to have something to do with genetics, but you know, who knows? It'll be it'll be interesting, though, at least. Uh, and also the uh, this, the Batman. What is the name of the new Batman movie? I can't even remember the name of it. Uh, we lose uh, Geek Cred. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, I'm not excited about this movie at all. Really? I am not excited about it, man. The trailer didn't wow me in the least bit. Um, you know, they're playing a whole Bane, uh, Catwoman thing. But I don't know. I wasn't excited, man. Well, I, I gotta be honest. Other than the trailer they showed six months ago, where we really got like a little bit of an actual look at Bane, and then you know, the whole thing about the football field imploding on itself—that that was cool. Yeah, I like that. Uh, most part, yeah. I mean, they really haven't shown a, a whole lot of. Yeah. They, they really haven't had those catchy trailers, you know, like with Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. Just the way the trailers were set up, they just grabbed you. The way yeah. these have been lately, not so much. I'll be honest. And, They've been and kind I, of on the B level. Yeah, and I was I was talking with a guy to a guy at work, and 
we were, you know, saying was it all uh, Heath Ledger's death that caused that movie to be so so successful? I'm sure they had a part of it, but you know, I, I really don't see this one doing the type of numbers that Avengers did the first weekend. Well. If I remember correctly, Heath Ledger died after the movie came out. Was it? No, yeah. no. It was before. It had. It was before. He definitely yeah. was there before the movie came out. Uh, we'll, we'll research that. I don't yeah, know. we have but, to. Cause it's, it, well, but the thing is, the, the, that might have helped with the buzz, but if you look at the second movie from an acting standpoint and story, it's, it's an A-plus movie. Yeah, yeah, it was for a great. Comic book movie. I mean, even for a movie, movie itself. I mean, the story was excellent. The character developments were great, and the acting on all of it was phenomenal. You know, I mean, uh, Heath Ledger gave a, a brilliant performance, but everybody else did really good. And the only problem I had with it was the Batman voice. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be a hard. It's going to be hard for them to come back and, and top that this year, but we'll see. We'll see. But uh, let's get into the main meat and potatoes of what we're here for, the Avengers. Uh, yeah, Thor. So, Clarence, did, did it live up to your to the hype you've had for the past but, five years? You know, the thing is, I I wasn't real. This movie wasn't really on my radar. I mean, of course, it was on my radar because you know, being a geek, that's part of you know you're going to hear about it. But I'm not a big Avengers fan. I really, other than Hulk, I really cared nothing about any of the other characters. I liked some of their movies, uh, but I really didn't care anything about the characters. But that being said, I think they did a really good job with this movie. And it was exciting. It was action-filled. It had a, a pretty good story, although I do have problems with it going on. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, let's just talk about the stuff from the other movies that kind of led up to Avengers. Uh, well, well, the first thing we'll talk about is how do you feel about the guy they got in to play Bruce Banner uh, compared <laughs> to Edward Norton? Because that's, that's like the biggest change because I don't know why they couldn't get Edward to come back, so they brought this guy in. How did yeah. you feel his performance was? I mean, so apparently it was a money issue, but I think, I can't even, was it Rufio? Or, or, I, can't, I can't remember the guy's name, but he did great. He did great. I'm not going to take anything away from him. He did had a great performance. But that being said, I think they should have got in or I mean, just to... Honestly, to tell you the truth, I like his Bruce Banner better than Edward Norton's. I don't know. Because I, I, I grew up watching The Incredible Hulk. I read the comics growing up. And as far as the, the pure sense of the character... This guy did a phenomenal job because that was the thing about Bruce Banner. He was always scared of himself. Everybody well, around him he always had a bit of a nervousness. And and Edward Norton didn't really... Well, that's more the writing, right? We, we can't really say that's Ed Norton's fault. It was more the writing of the movie, don't you think? Well, no, but look at the mannerisms that he had. Look at his body language that he had. I mean, it doesn't do the writing because of the way they wrote the character. But still, Edward Norton had a very... Uh, uh, confident type of banner. Like you, you watch, go back and watch the movie and look at his posture. He's very straight backed. He's very standing tall through most all of the film. Whereas this guy, he really wasn't. Like he kind of stayed slouched a little bit. He had 
like he was staying drawn in, like he was staying in a submissive position and posture. Yeah, well, yeah I, I think Ed Norton was doing more of a channeling of Bill Bixby, in my opinion. Um, cause, cause that that may be why I loved him so much. Cause to me, he was just a a, a more actiony version of him, you know. So I mean, you know, I have no problems with the new Hulk. Uh, I just wish they would have kept it the same, just for uh, you know, to keep the movies in line. But you know, they've already slate uh, said they may have a Hulk movie for the new guy. So I mean, kudos for them. Uh, but after this movie, I don't really know how, know how any of the heroes will fare in their own movies going forward. But well, we'll find out with Iron Man first. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, is he, is, he, is he the first one coming up? The next movie? Iron Man Three is the next one out. Oh man, I hated thirteen. I hated Iron Man Two, so I hope it's better than that. <laughs> that movie sucked. But anyway, well, let's anyway, talk. Well, that's not what we're talking about here. Yeah, let, let's let's talk about a few of the things that led up to uh, the Avengers. Uh, first, the uh, what is it, the Dissect or Dot? Was the name of the, of the cube thing? Uh, the Tesseract. 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 The Tesseract is present in Avengers. Uh, it is the main plot point in Avengers. Um, and which we didn't find out about until the last hero movie before this, which was Captain America. Yes, yeah. Well, uh, well I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant to say Captain America. Yes. In the Captain America movie, it, it is the main plot point also, which is kind of funny. Uh, Red Skull using it to, chant to uh, build his army to have infinite power. Da-da-da. And... And the cool thing about Captain America, you have um, Tony Stark's dad in there, and you know we get to see the origin of how Captain America is 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 brought up. And at the end of that movie, he gets stranded in the Arctic, um, and that then then he gets resurrected right at the very end in our time, and that's pretty much when he gets indoctrinated into the Avengers, or he gets uh, recruited by. Uh, Samuel Jackson's character, uh, and also in Thor, uh, Loki, the main in enemy in Thor, comes back and winds up being the main enemy in this movie. What do you think about how they tied those things in, or how they tied? I them saw in? it coming, actually. Really? Well, I, I mean, uh, I thought I, I, I had I had both Captain America and Thor in Blu-ray. Um, I've watched them both in the theaters. And I have to admit, like, I knew when Thor came out, I knew that we had an Avengers movie coming, and when Loki fell, I was like, they're probably going to have Loki come back and be the, the main villain, because it made sense, because he's done it a couple times in the comics. And then when we had the Tesseract, if you go back and watch, because you see uh, the like, portrait snapshot of the galaxy before the Red yes. Skull's put out, yes. if you look really close, you'll notice that where he went was the same area that Loki went. And he fell. Wow, really, really. Yeah, I mean, I remember that happened. I'm like, oh, he got taken to some faraway planet or whatever. Uh, very similar to what you've seen in Thor. But, you know, I didn't put really put two and two together. That's where they're going with the next movie. But, I mean, I I, I really thought Red Skull would make some type of appearance in this movie. I, I did, too. I was kind of surprised it didn't because, I mean, Hugo Weaving, awesome Red Skull. Yeah. I mean, so... So that's the basic foundation of the movie and how it begins. Uh, let's talk uh, performances and um, when, when the heroes were pitted against each other. What do you think about those interactions? 
Uh, actually, it made complete sense the way they did it because Thor didn't give them any warning. He didn't let them know what he was there for. He was just like, this is my brother. It's my responsibility. Boom, gone. Yeah, true. And then it was just like, uh, no. <laughs> and, the, you know, it, it basically what it was is their little confrontation was a miscommunication. You know, nobody really sat down to take the time to, to talk, and it took Captain America to do what he does and mediate. I mean, I have real problems with Thor. He's, he's so unbelievable. I mean... Well, that's the point. Have you ever read I the mean, comic books? I mean, he, he, he's, he's, not, he's not unbelievable as an awesome unbelievable. He's unbelievable as a cheesy unbelievable. I mean... How so? He's just... Come on. No, you're gonna you gotta give me specifics. Is, is it the way he talks? It's is the it way he talks. The way, I mean, he's a okay. guy. I get I get the way he dresses, kind of, but the way he talks and the way he talks is the way he talks in the comics. The way he talks is the way is the old English cadence of how you would talk if it was modern day English. Okay. Uh, the thing is, though, he is. That's what the character is. That's how the character talks. That's how the people in Asgard, the way they're portrayed in the Marvel comics, talk. Loki doesn't tell them like that. Well, Loki's <laughs> different, though. Okay. Well, Loki's different, though. Well, I mean, look at how I he mean, talks I get with, it, man. Yeah, I, I definitely get it. It's just annoying to me. and I mean, that's the character he, who Thor is, and i got to take it for what it's worth, but... At the, same, at the same point, he's just, no matter what they do, he's going to always come off cheesy to me. Uh, but the battles, uh, first you had, was it was it Thor versus Captain America? Well, Thor versus no, Iron it, Man. Well, actually, first you had uh, Captain America versus Loki was the first one we actually got to see. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, because Cap went to Yeah, that's right, toe. that's right, that's right. Then Iron Man came in. Um. Uh, the way they did it was really good when you got to the the Iron Man and Thor scuffle because it played to each of their strengths. You know, they didn't make any everything that they did. It played to every character's strengths of how they are. So they stayed true to that, which was really good. Yeah. What do you think about the whole uh, Captain America blocking Thor's uh, hammer with his shield? Um, That's exactly how it should have been. Well, I've heard because well, his shield is made out of vibranium, and in the comics, the way this stuff is, this metal is a complete, completely absorbs all vibration, and he's taken hits from meteors with this thing, and come out like it's indestructible. It's stronger than adamantium. Yeah, true, but y'all still find it funny when it, in the Captain America movie he has to like dig deep to like find his shield under a shelf when it's not even being like touted to him as something cool, you know. Well, that's because they didn't know what it was. That's the thing. Like in, in the original comics, the shield was made and part of the plan and everything else. In the movie, they completely explained it because he's just like, no, no, it's just a prototype. What's it made out of? You know, and he explained to him what it was. You know, but that's the thing, though. Tony Stark, I mean, uh, Stark's character in the Captain America movie, he was all about the inventions and the gadgets. He was doing all this stuff with the shields. He was wanting to talk about that. He's not one of those characters. Like the Starks, the way they're set up, they're not about simplicity. To them, sim simple for them is, like, stupidly complex for the rest of us. 
So, you know, this they pushed too far with the complexity, and it was meant to be like a simple, user-friendly kind of thing. Yeah. An- another thing I think they did well is, if you think about Captain America, and then you have, like, uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow, I mean, uh, of course Captain America has superpowers, but his aren't really as prominent as the others. And even Hawkeye and, like, uh, Black Widow don't have any. They just are extremely useful and uh, intuitive. Yeah, skilled. Uh, so I, I think they did a good job of leveraging that because they made them all look cool even though their powers are varying greatly, you know? Well, really, uh, Captain America really doesn't have superpowers. His body's just well, super at... strength. Yeah, well, his, his body is Genetically at, the, <laughs> is at the pinnacle of what the human body can be. So put him in like you know, I think what they said was he's roughly like three times more than um, a tri uh, what was that, Olympic level level triathlete. Uh huh. So that's where he is. But now they did show in the movie uh, where in the Captain America movie where they did other things like for his uh, his memory and everything else because he saw that map for a little bit and then he gave them such a detailed yeah accounting yeah. of it. So, because they didn't really let us know if Steve Rogers before that uh, mind was that sharp, although we did get to see a couple points where he would figure stuff out, where everybody else was trying to do brute force, and he would just kind of, you know, well, let me just pull the pin and bring the flag to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so what do you think of the whole? Um what is it, the, the hovering fortress? What do you call the thing? The hovering the aircraft? Helicarrier. Helicarrier. Uh, what do you think about that whole sequence? Because I, I thought it was extremely unnec- unnecessary to the plot of the movie. You know what? It was fanboy service. Because that's one of the things, and anything you see with S.H.I.E.L.D. is the helicarriers. That's the big thing. So, yeah, they're going to show the fanboys what they want to see. They want to see how they would actually do a helicarrier. So I mean, okay, that that was cool, but I'm talking about the the whole the events that occurred around it when when Loki was captured. I mean, obviously he allowed himself to be captured. I mean, what do you think about the whole sequence? Because I thought that I really didn't see the point of it, to be honest. Because the whole purpose of the only thing Loki really wanted to do was to get the Stark Tower because of the clean burning energy, or whatever infinite source energy, and use that to power. Uh, power the portal to uh, get the rest of his army in. So I, w- I was really trying to figure out the whole purpose of the aircraft carrier, of him getting caught in that sequence. Well, that's the thing, though. If you go back and you watch when they're all talking, they explain that they see that Loki's trying to pit them all against each other. Like, he was, he had the staff set up, and it was causing everybody's aggression to pop up. Uh-huh. He was trying to get them to fight, and once you you know learned that the Hulk was on board, that was one of his main ploys was to just rile the Hulk up and have him destroy everybody. He knew that Nick Fury and the Avengers, assembled as they were, were his only real threat. So he was doing his best to take them out because that's the thing about Loki. He may not be physically up to par with Thor, but you know mind wise. There's not really anybody that's sleek, slicker or craftier than that man. I mean, yeah. he's, he's known as the god of mischief for a reason. 
Point taken. Point taken. Uh, let's see. Any more else we can say? Anything else we can say about that before moving on to, I guess, the end of the movie? Um, anything we missed so far that you want to bring up? Uh, no, I'm good on that. Okay, I, I guess mean, move. I mean, my what? favorite quote of all, one of my favorite quotes ever, I got from that section though, because I just love that ant boot. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was pretty good. And then the whole thing of Col- the Colson, uh, the Colson uh, Captain America fanboyism that was going on, that was pretty funny. <laughs> well, see, you know, I actually liked that because in everything else we'd seen Colson in, he's always been in control. He's always been. He's very... total opposite. Well, the thing is, though, I went back and I watched Iron Man two, and I saw his face, the way they had him act when he found the, sh- you know, the little play replica shield that Stark had, and he was just like. Do you know what this is? <laughs> oh, they showed it right there. Wow, I did catch that. Wow. Uh, and we won't tell what happens. To, well, I, I'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. On the, uh, the, the also on the helicarrier, also the uh, battle of Thor and Hulk was pretty awesome. That was like one of my favorite of the whole movie, actually. <laughs> Especially when uh, Hulk tries to pick up Thor's hammer. And he can't, and he wants to like barreling through the ground. All that was great. Yeah, <laughs> like what the hell? And, and and then also like a vulnerable uh, Black Widow when she saw Hulk transform for the first time, she was like scared, oh, crapless. She, crap, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Um. So let's move on to the end sequence. Um. The army. What, what was the name of the army again? The um, God, I can't remember it. Jatari. I don't remember. It started yeah. with a G. It was one of those weird names. It's like, could you make up something even more complex? <laughs> yeah, close enough. Um, so I mean, they're led through the portal, and you know, waves and waves of enemies. Uh, and we get to see all kind of action sequences on here, and and we see Cap. Uh, Taking over and controlling things, which is is that has supposed to happen in the Avengers comics? Is he like the general, uh, the captain? Yeah, he runs. Yeah, he's, is he's he the leader? Much, yeah, he's pretty much in charge. Which you know, early on we had the struggle of him and uh, and Iron Man, you know, because really they say like they hate each other, and um, well. Well, that was the whole point. That was part of the back to the whole, you know, Loki pitting them against each other. But that's how it is, because uh, you know, I mean, Captain America fought through the entirety, pretty much, of World War Two. Like in the comics, mm-hmm. from within like the first six months of us actually being in the war in Germany, there was Captain America until just before the end of it. Mm-hmm. So he's got. I mean, the only person that's got more experience fighting than him is Thor, but the way Thor's character is set up, he's much more of a direct, just beat on through. Whereas <laughs> Captain America, you know, where Steve Rogers is a tactical mind. You know, he he had to sit and plan countless numbers of raids, uh, battles, things of that sort. So I really liked how they brought everything up to where, you know, they did look at him because he's a strategist. He knows how to see things and even though he was a man out of time, and I really loved how they played that. You know, it had some moments they pushed out, but most of the time it was really subtle. Yeah. You know, he's like he didn't get a lot of references going on. 
But when it comes down to it, he knows his stuff. So, you know, they they saw that and they recognized it. Yeah, and also in the uh, the the last act of the movie, one one of the cardinal sins that that I see in movies occurs um, when when uh, Tony Stark goes back to the Stark Tower and Loki is there, and Loki just chats with him. He just kill him, you know, and. I just hate that in movies when somebody has a chance to take somebody out and they just let them go on. I, but the I thing guess. is, though, if you remember, Loki had a different plan. He was Loki going to turn stupid. Stark. <laughs> no, no, he didn't know. That's the thing, though. Did you not realize he was spicy? He didn't know that that but thing he was there on. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't need Stark at that point. So why? No, you know, he still wanted the, the distraction. He, he still wanted the distraction. He could have took but him he, out. And that was the one last dude to did. worry about. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't matter if he needed it. He wanted it. I admit it was cool. It was a cool little thing when he tried to turn him and it, it didn't work. But I, I just hate that when that happens in movies because that would never happen in real life. But, of course, superheroes would happen in real life. So, uh, What else? Uh, oh, oh, Hulk and Loki. Uh, one of the greatest <laughs> scenes of the movie. It was just... <laughs> You know what? And, and and it was to the point where it was like bad CG when he was swinging them around because you you could tell it was CG, of course, but it was so funny. I mean, everybody in the theater cracked up. Uh, I wish I'd had a pause function. I laughed my butt off so bad. <laughs> and what do you think? It was just <laughs> puny guy. <laughs> yeah, it was just funny because Loki's just like, "That's enough. I'm a god. I'm not gonna be." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like. Like, dude, even even Hulk's own team could barely uh, keep corral him and keep him under uh, in check. I mean, you saw what he did to uh, Thor at, <laughs> when they were fighting. So, yeah, that, that was great. That was great. Um, I don't know. I guess it – go ahead. Nash. <laughs> no, Steve was giving all the orders. Hulk. Smash. Yeah. Yeah, they had a lot of good stuff like that in there. Um, like I said, I love Hulk, so, I, I mean, I really enjoyed that part. Uh, and I guess what I mean the whole the whole end fight sequence was full of action. It, it was great. Like you said, nothing but fan service there. Um, Iron Man almost getting trapped uh, at the end, but he makes it back. And you know, do you think this movie will end up taking the the box office for the summer? Do you, uh, I don't know. I mean, from what I've seen, the, the initial reports, it has an over, it already had, midway through Saturday, it already had an over $200 million opening weekend worldwide. So, it could be, but I mean, it's, Marvel has been really, really good about, other than Electra, have been really good about their property movies. Uh-huh. You know, and they've always done good. I mean, even though Electra sucked, it's still... People watched <laughs> it before they really find out. Oh man, this sucks. Yeah. You know. So they've always done really good with that. There was a lot of hype about it, and even people that don't really read the Avengers, you know, follow it. They yeah. know it. They know what it is, and they the know. Chances are you gonna know one of those characters. You know, that's that's a good thing about having a team up. Yeah. So, it was. Uh, for what they were wanting to do, it's a great movie. I mean, it's it's popcorn, but it's got a lot of. It had great writing. It had great uh, acting in it. The char- the way the characters interacted with each other was great. I mean, one of my favorite scenes is when Stark walks under the bridge and he's 
letting his mouth off, and then say, and that man over there is playing Gallagher. Oh yeah, that we noticed, but we did. Yeah, yeah I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is great. And then at the end, they little cut to the scene little when he pulled it back up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's great. Oh yeah, and one of my favorite scenes of the movie is when uh, Tony Stark and uh, Bruce Banner was, uh, they were just being geeks. You know, they were both in the lab, and they were just talking, just getting very, very geeky. Like, like that whole interaction, like, I really love. I'm like, man, these are just, even though their personalities are totally different, they're just two science, really scientists slash geeks at heart. When they, when they all stripped that away and just started interacting, it was pretty awesome. Well, see, I also like the fact that for each character, something from their movies was in. Like, there was references that connected everybody into the movie. Like, there was always something there. Because, one, you had Coulson. You know, Coulson was yeah. everywhere. And Samuel. Well, we, well, we, didn't, well, we didn't see him in, uh, in Captain America, but we did sa- see Samuel. Well, we didn't see Samuel in... Uh, well, yeah, we did. We just didn't it, see him interact with Thor and Thor. But, you know, there was that, and there was... You know, we didn't have Natalie Portman in the movie, but we under we you know we found out what was going on with her character. Yeah, that's true. And it that's was true. it was one of those things that was set up to where you could get what it was, but if you didn't watch Thor and you didn't know, it wasn't that big of a deal. So there was a lot yeah. of nice there was a lot of nice <laughs> nuances in the movie. Yeah, and you can really it it really feels like they're building a, a believable world around all these movies. And, like, one of the things I really don't know how they're going to do it is in the next movie, in the next Avengers movie. Because I don't think, have they already been slated to make two more, uh, make a trilogy of it? Uh, I don't know. They might. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. They make plenty of money, so. But but they they went so big with this movie. uh, And if you really think about it, this is a sequel to all the other movies. This is like this is really like the second movie if you really think think about it. Well, I, I know you, Marvel's probably have like a ten to fifteen year uh, idea that they want to roll with. So yeah, I, I don't I don't know, but I mean this has been like this has been Marvel's decade. Yeah, I mean I just don't see where they're gonna go with Avengers next because uh, I mean you're a fan of the comic book, so you really you know what they could do next. But I mean I I feel like this was just so big. That beating that is going to be kind of hard as far as scope. Which yeah, they can have more enemies, more main villains, I guess, instead of you know. Well, one of the main villains they've always dealt with is Doctor Doom, and they're supposed to be doing the reboot of the Fantastic Four coming out. Oh gosh, and well, too, you can't yeah can't have Flame On guy anymore because he's Captain America, right? Correct. He's <laughs> too big. Yeah, because what's called he's kind of he's kind of scrawny uh, in the comic book anyway. But yeah, he's much more of a leaf type of character. But uh, yeah, so we have the Spider-Man re- reboot, and like you just said, the fi- uh, Fantastic Four reboot, and I d- I don't know how they're going to be be able to keep all the same actors, which that's the only thing that's going that I'm not going to like, because I mean, especially around the Avengers characters, they're building a believable world, and when they start changing the actors, that's going to just be horrible in my opinion. Well, I mean, with Edward Norton, it was money issue, but everybody else, you know, I mean, they're enjoying the characters that they're doing. I mean, look at uh, look at Johnny Depp. He enjoys yeah. doing the he he enjoys playing Jack Sparrow so much. He said as long as they would keep making them, he'd keep doing. Them. You know, and he has he doesn't ask for stupid amounts of money. 
that's the big thing that screws up a lot of actors is when they start thinking they're worth a certain amount. It's like, well, you better pay me. Well, guess what happened to the original Brody that Oh, man, I'm man still mad two. about that. We got somebody better. Yeah, those things like that really tick me off. Um, but, but see, we, they have to work with what they got. I mean, if, if the actor's going to sit there and think they're worth more than what they should be getting, I'm sorry. You're, you're complaining because you got I, I, paid five million and you want ten. I said, pay them what they five. want, man. They're, they're raking in hand over fist, man. They, they, I mean, it, just just do it for the fans and keep it, you know, keep it together as far as the characters. Well, you, but, you can't you can't do that because if you do that, then that allows the actors to really set their prices, and then you might end up having. The more you pay the actors, the less you have for the rest of your true, budget. True, 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 true. So you, they, you've got to have the actors have really got to sit down. And this is coming from somebody that's trying to get into the industry. That's got, you know, that's been graduated, has a degree doing this, has been working on it for years. Actors have really got to work on not being too greedy. Yeah, I was. If you do like one move every five years, oh yeah, I can understand you wanting to try to get. As much as you can, because you know you got to make your money for the while. But if you're doing pulling three or four movies a year, you don't need to be getting paid more than three or four million dollars. I mean, even if like half of that's going into taxes, you're busy all year. And if you did four movies and you got two to three million per movie after taxes, that's twelve million dollars for a year. You're doing damn good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. But, I mean, when we miss actors, it's just because they're too greedy. Or or there's just those times where their time window, they're just not available. You know, the way their projects are set up, they're just not available at any time to come in. It's like uh, if you go back and watch the original, uh, the first Expendables, uh, yeah. Mickey Rourke's character, he was working on Iron Man 2. So when he came in, he still had the Iron Man hair and everything yeah. else. You know, and they just rolled with that because they was like, well, we're not going to mess it up. We just changed his tattoos, and that's what he did. And then he went back and finished Iron Man. I mean, they did all of his sequences, I think they said, over a weekend. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't in there a whole lot, I guess. No, he wasn't in there a whole lot. But, uh, okay, we're going to wrap this up. But uh, right quick before we kill it, uh, what do you think about Thanos? At the, well, you say you didn't see the spoiler at the very end. or I um, did not. Yeah. So they were talking about Thanos, huh? Yeah, yeah, that that's who. Well, I had to look it up because, of course, I didn't know who it was. He considered. Um, I think he considers himself a titan. Okay, I believe. Uh, is it, like if you if you read the dark the DC comics and you have Dark Side, he's basically the yeah Marvel version Marvel equivalent to Dark Side. Yeah, I, I did some reading up on. They said that the the dude who created him like based him off of Dark Side though, so. Yeah, that's 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 pretty weird, and and I guess it's the next logical step for the movies to go. Uh, but yeah, uh, any last words before we wrap this up? I uh, will say, if you're a Marvel fan, and you haven't gone to see the Avengers, go see it. You know, you're missing out if you don't get to go see it, and make sure they let you sit and finish the credits. Don't be like me and <laughs> miss it. Yeah, so now uh, gotta wait. <laughs> It wasn't that important. Um, other than that, visit the site techpedition.com. Uh, we're gonna get back, get get the train rolled again on the post. Uh, everybody's been kind of busy, but 
we're not getting paid, so it's all out of out of love. Out of pocket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter at TechPedition. Uh, send us questions. Uh, let us know what you want to see on the site. You know, there's certain stuff you want to see. If there's more. If you want to see more specific segments, say on fighting games or RPGs. Actually, you know, let us know. That way, we can cater to you. You're a fan base. Yeah, Help us be better for you. That's very fans very at techvision.com. And also find us on the, the Google Plus. And yeah. And this video will be up on YouTube, so you can check it out there. And we'll probably drop it in the podcast feed. So uh, until next time, I'm Clarence. This is James. And we are out. Very, very quick. I can't I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty.